welcome to episode 15 of the Love and Movies podcast. I am Eric. I'm Monica. And this week we are going to be talking, we're going to kick it off with a PSA. This is something that I feel very strongly about, that everybody in my life was crazy for not telling me. And I'm it, kind of it, on the fence. I'm like, okay, maybe we should keep it quiet too and let people discover it for themselves. No, it's embarrassing. And I was, I couldn't believe that nobody in my life ever told me about this. With as many people as we have in our lives, friends, family, whoever, who have children and especially boys. Right. And not one single person has ever mentioned this. Not. We've never Nothing. heard it in social media. We've never heard it on a TV show. We've never heard never. it anywhere. Okay. And I can't believe nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about it. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out here for you. For anyone who's ever it, going to possibly be expecting a boy. A boy. If you have a boy, here's the deal. Baby boys get boners. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. There's going to be a day where you're going to be going to change the diaper and you open it up and that kid is going to have a full on rager. <laughs> And you are not going to know what to do. And you're not. And, but and you're now gonna be shocked. you're going to be shocked. But the thing is, now you won't be completely <laughs> surprised. I had no idea this happened. You know, and then I mentioned it to my mom. She's like, oh, yeah, that happens with every baby boy. Well, how about tell the people yeah. who are expecting a baby boy that that could possibly be a thing that could happen in this world. I'm pretty sure the first time that happened to me when I opened his diaper and I saw that, I literally like jumped back. Yeah, what are you supposed back, to you do? Know, I was like, like what? you don't, you're not, no one prepares you to handle something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just, you, you, then you're like, you, uh, you clean the bottom. Is and that you, supposed to happen? Yeah, and you close it back up and you just kind of pretend like it never happened. <laughs> and, and I think that's what happens. So all these years, people just closed up that diaper and forgot that it ever happened. And then they forget to mention it to every single person who's expecting a boy. So now we're throwing it out there for the world to know. And also, you know, at the expense of poor Flynn and, and his, you know, being embarrassed and stuff, um, it doesn't stop at baby. No, and, and it goes on and, and they don't tell you that either. And it's, you know, it, but, it happens occasionally. Yeah. And, it, and of course, you know, it makes total sense that it does, but nobody ever talks about it beforehand and you're totally not expecting it. So yeah. we're just PSA for today. Baby boys get boners and that's it. We're going to leave it at that and then we can move on. <sighs> okay. So on to less embarrassing, embarrassing things for yes. our baby. Um, <laughs> For all babies. One thing that we've always been kind of proud about was that he seemed pretty strong right off the bat. Um, you know, we, uh, we exercised him every day. So like we'd lay him down, we'd move his little arms and legs, do like yep. the little one, two, one, two, one, two, and yep. like really get his muscles moving and stuff like that. We'd, you know, kind of hold him up and pretend walk him and things mm -hmm. like that. And, um, so he started walking or, you know, shuffling around, probably around, what, Eric, like nine, eight, seven, eight, eight months, or nine months, eight maybe? months, maybe like something was, like that. He was pulling himself and, up, like yeah, and walking he, around a we little had, bit, holding We had one stuff. of those little, we had like one of those little walkers. It was like an A-frame, had like a little activity thing on the front and a handle he could hold on to and he could push it around. Yeah. So he'd stand up and yeah. hold on to that thing and just walk around. And just run around the house. Yeah. It's yeah. like a basically, yeah, a little baby walker. A little baby walker. Um, just didn't have the tennis balls on the back. 
So probably about the time that he was around one, he was walking pretty well on his own. Yeah, he was walking very well on his own. Um, and at this point, we were still in the condos and, and we hadn't really met too many people or anything yet. We hadn't made our friends there or anything. And I did. We're very antisocial. Yeah, so <laughs> it takes us a I long would, time. We, would, one, of the, one of the things that I remember is that we knew the names of everyone's dogs before yeah. we actually knew what their names their were. Their names, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's how we roll. That's pretty much it. Um, so at that time I wasn't working. I was, I was a stay at home mom. I spent every waking moment, you know, cooking, cleaning, taking care of Flynn. Um, so in the mornings after breakfast, I would take him outside and we'd just go on these long walks around the neighborhood. And no stroller, no nothing. Like Flynn yeah, you and I would just go walk. You weren't going for a walk like yourself. You both were going for a walk. Yeah, he would Flynn walk was right walking, with you. And yeah. we would walk probably, you know, six, seven, eight blocks. It depended on like how the day, the day yeah. like how we were feeling, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't find this out. I, and I didn't think anything weird of it. I just thought, right. okay, we're going for a walk and Flynn's going to exercise his legs and get strong and, you know... Nothing weird about that, was there? I didn't find out until um, after we made some of our friends there. Maria told me that she had noticed me taking Flynn on walks every morning. Right. And she just thought, what the heck is this woman doing? Yeah, she thought you were pretty what, weird. She for... thought I was like some kind of nut for taking my baby walking Without a stroller. <laughs> right. Not a, like, you know, taking a walk normally is, is fine. You know, you take your baby for a little walk, but you push the stroller next to him and then you put the kid in the stroller and, and cart him back when he gets tired. But Flynn didn't do that. He'd no, just keep on he just, walking. He'd just walk. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And if he got tired towards the end, I'd just pick him up and walk. Um, and I, I guess I just didn't think there was anything weird about it. But then after I had, a, a you know, one or two people say, God, we, we thought that was a little strange. I was like, okay. Yeah, you were out walking for, you know, um, I mean, you were going on 20, 30 minute walks with a one year old and yeah. he walked the whole time, you know, and he didn't have a problem with it. It was, he, he loved it. I mean, he always had a good time. Mm -hmm. So around, around the same time, you know, you know, about a year he was walking really well. And between a year and, and 18 months, his vocabulary started really picking up. He was, and he would have tiny little gibberish words, things sure. before he was one, but like right around one, I'd say is when they started to kind of form a little bit more. Right. And he would, he knew his body parts really well. We have a video somewhere of him, mm -hmm. you know, you're saying, you know, nose and he'd go nose and point to his nose and mouth. And he'd go mouth. And like, you know, point, point to, to his, his mouth. mouth and ear and he'd go, ew, and point ew. to his ear. And, you know, <laughs> and he knew all of, you know, he knew where they were. He knew what they were called. He just said them really funny. And one of the things that I love that I really, really remember is you do all these words with him. And as soon as you'd get to a word he didn't know, he had a word that he always used for any word he didn't know. He'd go, dadden. 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 So, you know, okay, for nose, nose, ear, ew, light, dadden. <laughs> and like, every time and doesn't you know like before grandpa he, was done yeah, for a while he could he could say nana he could say mama papa. You know, mama papa all that kind of stuff and then you know he would um and opa you know opa, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah yeah he could say all those but grandpa was too hard it was it was a weird word so we'd go say yeah 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 say opa opa say nana nana, nana. say grandpa Dad. Dadden. <laughs> 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 it was like for the longest the time he would do that thing. 
Well, one thing that I did do was I wrote down a lot of the the cute little words that he had. Right, the way he the, the, way, the way he said he words. Said yeah. Because I did not want to forget these. And with my mind the way it is, I knew I would. So I wrote all these things down and we're just going to go through this list for you so you can hear some of Flynn's cute little words between, I'd say, 12 and 18 months right, old. around there. So, I love you was alo. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of like taking the I la part and yep. smashing it together. Smashing so, it together. Alo. 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 And uh, TV, he would always call PT. He, watch he would, PT. Yeah, I'm gonna, I want to watch PT instead of TV. <laughs> <laughs> and banana, he'd either say mana or manana. Right. Mana, mana. He and, wants a little mana. Right. Mac and cheese is always mac cheese. Mac cheese. Mac cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, giraffe. He called giraffe Paf. Because he had a toy. He had a toy giraffe that would play music. We'd wind it up in his crib and it would kind of like its head would slowly spin around and it would play music while it did that. And, you know, it was a giraffe and he all that. That was the name he gave it, I guess, was Paf. Paf the giraffe. Paf. <laughs> And, uh, oh, and yeah, that's right. I forgot about this one on the list. We, um, like when we would turn on the heater, um, we had like a little fan that had, you know, like a heater fan and he would call it a hito. Hito. The hito. <laughs> <laughs> um, milk, he called milm yeah, with I an did. M at the and end, which to me seems harder. Yeah. And the thing is he said that for a long time. Yeah. Milm. It was like, it was a good six, eight months before he got the K in there mm -hmm. on that one. He, he said Milm for a really long time. Right. And, um, he called his teddy bear. He got a, he got a teddy from, uh, from your parents, yep. yeah, which, yeah, has, which has become, Christmas. which be, has become his stuffed animal. Everybody has like their stuffed his animal. ultimate favorite. Right. And you had yours, which was Benji, Benji. And I had a, a dog that was Flegel the Beagle. Um, and Flynn's is Teddy, and he called it. He called him Tedum. 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 Yep. And sometimes we all still call him Tedum. Yep. <laughs> uh, when he got over the Dadden part for Grandpa, he kind of started him calling him Pata. That's right. Pata. And and my brother was um, my brother's name is Chris, and you know un instead of Uncle Chris, he called him Ono oh Chris. Yeah, instead of Uncle Ono. Oh ono oh Kiss. Ono. Oh <laughs> <laughs> ono oh Kiss. Uh, vacuum, he was slightly obsessed with the vacuum oh, for quite some time. slightly is not even um, close. He, wouldn't, he didn't even care if anybody was using it. He just wanted it on. Yep. And he, he would, would go to the running. closet door where the vacuum cleaner was, and he would kind of pat on the door, and he'd go, Batum? Batum? Like he wanted us to get the vacuum out and just turn it on. He just loved it. And he would just leave it there. Yeah. And just play and he just the vacuum would just be running. Play with it once <laughs> or twice, you know, like run the, the little mm -hmm. vacuum cleaner and then drop it and walk away. Mm -hmm. And just let and, it run. But it was so cute because he would say, Batum? Batum? And he called, go through a few of the, the um, food ones here. Food. He called he called soup hoop. Hoop. H-O-O-P, hoop. And... <laughs> Water was Hato. 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 And I don't know why. But <laughs> not Wato. Hato. Which, Hato. you know, okay. And um, you guys in your family called 
pacifiers um they were called pilas yeah. right that's what not it was nokes, something not pacifier we just for some reason called it pila and pila. i'm not really sure i get, i don't know if that's like the german yeah. word or yeah. i Greek have no word? idea i don't know but yeah so we um we called it a pila also but he called it a pita pita yeah pita peas like, <laughs> he wanted his pita um snow he would just say no yeah he'd he forget kind of missed the s part and in the there. w <laughs> just no no um, and then um i don't remember this one i don't remember him saying it like it was this. a very short phase yeah he called i get apparently he called blueberries boopies mm-hmm. i don't remember that at all yeah, but very that's for funny. a very short time he called blueberries boopies it was that boopies. period where he was eating like a lot of blueberries before he got sick of them right yeah um he did eat a lot of those if he wanted to say again, like if we were playing or saying something and he wanted us to do it again, he would say, Chen. That's right. Chen. <laughs> and apparently we were on a Lorax kick. Yeah, we watched, um, the, we watched the, new the Lorax a couple of times. And read him the book and stuff. Yeah, and read him the book f- a few and times. How did, how, we, how did he pronounce this one? I'm not sure. Hotad? Hotad instead of Lorax. And I don't even know where he got that from because it sounds nothing, nothing the same. Nothing like it. And then um, I have I have several guitars laying around the house, and my dad and I build them, and so we always had guitars were always a thing that were were being talked about around him. So he he called the guitar just a tar. Tar. Just tar. Tar. We're gonna play the tar. Tar. So yeah, he always liked that. So yeah, I mean he 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 had a lot of words, and he and he really started talking a lot you know, around that 18 month. And then it was like every day there was new words. He really kind of exponentially added to his vocabulary. And he still has a pretty good, good vocabulary today. He's, you know, he's sort of come in line with where he's supposed to be at, but he's, he still talks really, really well. So I think he's doing pretty good. But then around this time was also when we got into some, uh, some tough stuff where we had our first time that we really had to stick to our guns and follow through. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really, really hard. We yeah. had to try twice. The first try, we failed miserably. But we, as we talked about in the other episode, Monica had been sleeping on the couch with Flynn because it was the only place that he would sleep. Like she, she would rock him to sleep, you know, swinging him back and forth in her arms, or I would help, and you'd finally go to sleep. And she would cuddle up on on the couch with him, um, and that's where he would sleep. And Monica wouldn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> Monica was a little bit tired. Mm -hmm. Um, And by a little bit, I mean all of the tired. Um, Zombie. Yeah. So, you know, we finally, she got to the point where that was it. I can't do this anymore. Can't do it anymore. And your body can only handle so much of that abuse. So Mm -hmm. we decided it was time to start sleep training. Um, (laughs) This is another point of contention for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I think so. Everybody has their two cents and they're like, you should do this. You should do that. You shouldn't do this. It's kind of, yeah. And and it is, you know, and and the camps are very adamant about. Mm -hmm. There isn't really like any middle ground. There's like, you either do this or you do that. You know, there's, there's people who are co-sleepers who, you know, think that it's okay for your baby to sleep with you in a safe manner for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. you know, until they're ready to move into their own bed. But the thing I find that is that if you are in one, most of the people that we talk to, if they're mm-hmm. in one kind of camp, like you must sleep train your baby and you have to stick to your guns and you have to let them cry forever and whatever, they completely disagree with any other method. 
Right. You know, they're just so adamant about this way or no way at all. Or no way at all. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, I don't know why it ended up being the way that it did with him sleeping on the couch with you there. And it just, it's just kind of how it ended up and it was fine and it worked for a little while until it didn't work anymore. And then we had to make a decision how we wanted to do it. So we of course, you know, hit the books like we do and just tried to research as much as possible and try to figure out what we wanted to do. And we eventually worked our way around to, you know, we tried a couple of things and it just didn't work at all. So we eventually like some softer methods. Yeah, I guess and it just was say. not working. Flynn is a very stubborn kid. He mm -hmm. still is to this day. He's he Probably sets his mind to something. He has a he has a plan. He has several steps to the plan that he lays out. He knows exactly what he wants to do to get from point A to point B. And he, he's very meticulous about that kind of stuff. It's just the kind of kid he is. Mm -hmm. And he and he's stubborn about it. He likes to stick to his plan. And and he stuck to his guns. He did. He was not going to let us go soft on this. So right. we eventually got to the point where we decided we were going to let him cry it out. The hard sleep training, like you put them in the bed and let them cry until, until they, they pass out. Until they fall asleep. Yeah. Until they just get tired of crying and they lay down and fall asleep. And like so, you don't go in, you don't peek in on them, you don't check yeah. on them, you don't do anything because then they'll know that they've got you around their little right. thing. Because like the, blah, the, blah, first, blah, blah, the blah. first thing that we did try was that we would, it was sort of a hybrid cry it out. It was like you, go you put in, him you in there and he starts them. crying and then every 15 minutes you go in and you say, it's okay, here, we're right here. here. You don't pick and them then, up, you just right. like pat their back i'm yep. here everything's okay and then, you right and then you're supposed to make it a little longer each time like a couple minutes longer before you go back in each time until they fall asleep well flynn wasn't having that no he was like oh heck no <laughs> yeah if i see you you're getting me out of this crib and you're rocking me until i fall asleep comfortably and i don't care if you don't sleep and that was just kind of the way he was so we we tried for a while to do that and it didn't work. So we finally were like, this cried out thing is not going to work for us. We can't do this. Mm -hmm. So we just stopped and, and went back to the way we were doing it before. Um, so, and then I don't remember, it was like a month later. Well, it was like, we did try the, the method where you let them cry it out and you don't go in the room at all. Right. And you're supposed to not like, you know, let them know that you're there. You just got to let them self right. soothe Not let them whatever. know that you're sobbing in the other room. Yeah. So the, we did this one. We lasted exactly one night with that. Right. Um, I swear we waited about 45 minutes. He was in his room crying. I mean, screaming, crying. Yeah. Like, you know, banshee screaming crying yeah while Kids eric and lungs. i were sitting in the living room crying with tears streaming down our faces like we're, we're torturing just, this poor kid why you know, are we like, doing this this is are horrible. we killing his brain cells is yeah. he getting enough oxygen like we're we're teaching him that we're not there for him oh my and god then, yeah and then we were just like we can't do this and yeah, we went like, in and got him screw this this is not for us <laughs> so we got him and then like the the couch sleeping continued for a little right. while and and and, um, you know, we tried sleeping in bed with him, but I was yep. so incredibly uncomfortable with that. I was so scared, like mm -hmm. one of us would roll over on him or whatever. Yeah. So, and we I'd didn't have like one of those nifty little cribs that like attaches to the side of it, but we didn't no. have all that. So, so I'd say it's probably, it was probably a, a few weeks later right? and you and I were both just kind of like, you know what? 
we have to be strong about this. We have to we have to do something because this cannot continue. Yeah, and it was, and I think that the problem was it was starting to get to the point where he wasn't he was sleeping on the couch, but he wasn't sleeping well. Right. And so you were sleeping even less, and it was like he was getting to the point where he was too big to be doing this cuddle sleep thing. Yeah. And. And yeah, so we decided, okay, we've got to try this one more time. Okay, this has got to be it. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was our attitude about the whole thing or or if he was more ready. We don't know what it was, but thank the Lord above. We put him in bed that night. He cried for maybe, Half I don't hour? know, not even. I'd say no, more like 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. And went right out. Cold. And then the um, next night we were like, okay, let's brace ourselves because yeah, this is going to be bad. Be a He's going to, he gets what we're trying to do now and it's going to be rough. He's going to fight us on it. Yep. I, I think it was like five minutes. It was, t- yeah, five minutes maybe. And then Eight, the next and night. He was out. And the next night he went right to sleep. And he's gone to sleep every night. Perfectly and fine he's ever been since. <laughs> a perfect, beautiful angel. And now that we've said that. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be, he's going to regress now. <laughs> no, I mean, don't get us wrong. He doesn't go straight to sleep every night. You know, there are those nights where he'll lay in bed and roll around for an hour or two talking right. to his stuffed animals or, you know, playing with his toys or whatever. But he stays in bed. Yeah, he never gets out of bed. He He's pretty quiet and he'll play his music box a couple times and then he'll hunker down and go to sleep. I mean, yep. he has been so, so good about it and I just can't even believe how lucky we are yeah we we lucked out in that department for sure after we finally you know but like we have traveled extensively Mm -hmm. in the last year we've made two two huge trips we went one time to vermont we went one time to florida um and then recently we went to ohio and we had to stay in hotels a couple times he goes he he thinks it's just the most fun adventure he goes right to sleep in the hotel he loves it he yep. goes right to sleep when we're visiting somebody no matter else's where we house. Are. Yep. It doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing. As long as he has his good night story and his music box yep. and a nightlight, the kid is He's good golden. to go. Yep. Yeah. Totally fine. So, yeah. So we lucked out lucky. there. And, you know, yeah. so sleep training was achieved. <laughs> Just took a couple of tries. <sighs> yes. But all right. So let's, uh, let's transition and talk about our movie here. We'll be right back. So this time we are going to talk about the movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. It came out in, I think, what was it? 1999. Yep. I can't believe it's that old. All, yeah, all of the actors in it look so young. They're mm-hmm. all babies. Yep. It's incredible. Um, Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, you know, David yes, Crumholtz, he's hilarious. Yep. Tons so, of people in there. Yeah, I mean, a lot it was, of great people. I don't know how to say her name. The other lead character, Larissa, Larissa Olenek. Olenek. I'm not really sure. Bianca. Yeah, um, she. Um, uh, the Secret Life of Alex Mack. That's, <laughs> that's all I remember her from. Bringing back the Nickelodeon. But yeah, I mean, the, the movie was very loosely based, based. on Taming the Sh- Taming of the Taming Shrew. Taming of the Shrew from William Shakespeare. Right. Basically, I guess just because like the the one sister was really mean and the other sister wasn't, and she was trying to I don't know. It's like it's like the the plot is very loosely based on that, mm-hmm. but it was 
I really like this movie. I mean, it was sort of like the tail end of those 90s teen comedies that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any other names of them right now, but you, you know the ones I'm talking about. Sure. You know, they, there was a ton of them that came out in the 90s from like 96 to 99. They were just flooding the market with these kind of comedies or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and they did several movies where they did the loosely based on Shakespeare works, you know, mm-hmm. after... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio did that Romeo and Juliet like direct translation. They started doing more things directed at teens from that, and it, it seemed to work. I mean, it was yeah. good. I enjoyed it. They were I mean, popular. It was, they were fun, light, fluff. Yeah. You know, the dad in it is hilarious. Yeah, because he's he's a gynecologist, so he delivers babies all day long. So he's got these two daughters, these two pretty daughters that he's just so petrified that they're going to get pulled into this world that he sees of these like teenage babies, you know, teenagers <laughs> having babies he's delivering all day. Like his little girl wants to go out and he's like, I want you to wear the belly. Daddy, and, like, no. <laughs> and he makes her put on like that weighted pregnant belly that they bring to health class. And she has to wear it around the house for 15 minutes before she can go on her date. And so like just <laughs> crazy stuff like that. And it was, it was really cute. And, and Heath Ledger, of course, you know, rest in peace oh, and all that. He was, Heath so young and so so funny and that you know he played like the big tough guy in this but he was really endearing and you know I mean, the thing is all of these guys were pretty young so they were all still kind of getting their chops you know sure yeah. so some of it was a little bit um awkward Wooden, or a little yeah. bit silly or a little you know sure not not quite like on par with where they all ended up right um they are all amazing actors now yeah. you know Heath yeah. Ledger was oh, I yeah. still want to cry every, yeah. the, every uh, time the I Joker like oh my god like that that performance he put in for the Joker was yeah. just insane yeah out of this world and you know A Night's Tale another great movie and, that we'll probably do it someday Joseph Gordon-Levitt they all they they both went on to do some amazing things as well oh yeah for sure but the movie was super cute. Um, I think one of the, the most interesting things that I read about it when I was looking up this movie again after watching it after all this time was that um, I got to find the thing where it, it's it, at the end of the movie where she I, I'm sure all of you have seen it. But um, at the end of the movie, she reads this poem in her class and it's... Um, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's directed at him after. Yeah. yeah so, after. They it have was their something issues. about like um, the movie's called Ten Things I Hate About You," right? And in this poem, she she actually says the word "hate" like eleven times, but she actually names like thirteen things that she hates about him, right? So. It, yeah. it's not 10 uh, yeah it's, it's 13 uh, it's 13 or <laughs> yeah. you know 11 depending on how literal you want to get with right it. that's but funny i just thought that was kind of interesting yeah she definitely i and mean and that take that she, they did that was her first and only take of that scene wow it was not written in the script that she was supposed to cry or anything like that but i think you know she turned on the waterworks for sure though i mean she yeah. did awesome on that scene that was really it was good. an amazing scene it gets me every time yeah <laughs> but they did that take one time That's and it really was cool. done yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, it's definitely a good movie if you haven't seen it if you've been living under a rock since 99 <laughs> just pick it up i mean if you want something light you know i mean it's not it's not like this is you know again we talk about this a lot with the movies that we watch they're a lot of our a lot of our movies are not Oscar winners, but they're still ones that you can sit down and enjoy, you know, 
have something some you might have noticed is that we're not into the dramas here, people. No, we definitely like, not. We like the lighter fare. We like yeah. happy, fun things. I'm actually allergic to drama. <laughs> Makes me swell up. We might do one now and I again, have, but I have, uh, a, I have one of those like nine hundred dollar epipens for whenever I'm around drama. I just have to jam it in my leg. <laughs> drama. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll on on that like drama. We'll finish up and we'll uh, we will come back next time. So we will talk to you again soon. Bye.